You're listening to the AdCast, the podcast for marketers and advertisers with your host, Eric Elliott. All right, welcome to the AdCast. This is episode two, and I tell you this, you missed an awesome episode last week with Mr. Terry Breedlove, and he's been kind enough to give us round two of the AdCast. Terry Breedlove is a retail operations manager over at Jones Ford here in North Charleston. This gentleman has over 20 years, or how he says, 20 seasons in being in the automotive business. Definitely someone who started from the bottom, and he's all the way up to the top now, Mr. Terry Breedlove. Terry, for those folks who didn't uh, catch episode one, let's let's tell them a little bit about you, and then I'd, lo- I'd love us to jump in. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm Terry Breedlove, uh, operations manager, retail side for Jones Ford. Um, I've been in the, the uh, auto industry since 99, uh, started cleaning up, sweeping up the shops and uh, cleaning cars and got into the retail side. Uh, in early '02, so it's about my 19th, I think my 19th selling season here, and I've been on the management side of it um, since uh, 2006 or so. Um, so it's been a fun ride, and been enjoying it. Terry, is it important? You know, we'll jump right in. Is it important for um, a dealership or or even any business to kind of have that unique selling position? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you you want to have a unique position. You want to. It's important to have a a unique leverage position in, in in your line of work, whatever that is, you know, what separates you from the next thing, you know, because everybody, you know, there's not one place that you can go buy a TV from. You got a lot of choices. It's not one place you can go buy a car from. You got a lot of choices. So what makes you different? What makes you unique? Right. Why? Yeah. One of the things we talked about or is just the different like, ways advertising has changed and and there's two things now that have really just changed a lot, and and people are spending a lot of time there. It's the the social media and the web. And earlier in episode one, you talked about people just getting on Instagram, and they're on there for 22 minutes or so. Um, do you th- see social media as something viable uh, in in automotive advertising? Absolutely, I I definitely see it as viable in automotive advertising, where that's how so many of us get our our news, you know, um, unofficially, we get it through social media um, information. We want to we want to sell something personal. We want to share a picture. We are we're there. So it's in, it's imperative that so a social media a real social media budget and campaign and strategy is a part of your DNA if you want to continue to compete um, in this ever-growing and ever-changing segment. Oh, that's right. It so, does change so, a lot. Yeah, so definitely. definitely. So uh, do you think, uh, let's just say like uh, like the web. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, years ago, you know, when websites, let's just say, okay, like I'll take it back. 1980, you didn't have to worry about the website. You you put an ad inside the, the newspaper. I wasn't around selling cars or doing advertising in the 80s. So, so I don't want you guys to think I'm dating myself, but... But back then, it wasn't so important to have, like, a website. And then when, you know, the dot-com age happened in the 90s and all, it's almost like you had to have right. a website. And now it's like the website was one of those things where people just checked off the list, oh, got a website. But they didn't know what to do with it. So now it's also the same as social media. It's like, like okay, we have to have a Facebook account, like, check it off you know so what do you do with these tools how do you utilize these tools 
to really advertise and market the business. And I mean, and I don't want you to spill any secrets, you know, of, of yours, but like, what should people do? I mean, should they, should they be active on it or just, you know, just set it and forget it? So, and that's, that's something I'm still figuring out. I'm still figuring out cause it's ever changing. Um, but I can say this, um, you have to look at it as an entity of your business and how you want that message to come across 25-8. What kind of creative you want on there? Do you just want to have a setting and go and come like our page? Was there a lot of those pages out there that are just a, like it with not very much content? I mean, uh, we're still figuring ours out and it, it's not nearly where we would where we would like it to be as far as having real reach, having, you know, content that really reaches people and, and not just drives traffic to the site, but when someone thinks before, they think of they think of us, and um, I think that's where you really can share how unique you are over and over again in d- very different ways right. um, with your social media. Wow! So with that, we're going to take a break, and I want to come back. You just said the right word, unique. And when we come back, I want to talk about how unique the dealership that you work is. All right, let's do it. You don't need a marketing agency. You do deserve very important placement. VIP Marketing and Advertising is a cutting-edge strategic digital, creative, media, and marketing partner that provides services for businesses of all sizes. To stay up to date on the latest marketing news, subscribe for email updates at veryimportantplacement.com. You're listening to The Adcast, the podcast for marketers and advertisers. All right, so we're back with Mr. Terry Breedlove. And Terry, uh, you know, we talked about the web and just social. So now I want to ask you, you know, you guys over at Jones Ford, you're pretty unique. Yep. So, I mean, you're talking about 100 years. This family's been doing it for 100 years. Oh, yeah. On that corner for over 50 years. You're doing something right. you right. got to be doing something right. So, I mean, don't tell me the secret. I don't want anybody to know the secret. But, right. I mean, how can someone stay in business that long, man? How can you do that? So, yeah, that's a great question. And as someone that worked for 17, 18 years, um, not in Jones Ford, I, I've only been there now just over a year, there was a mystery. I was yeah. just wondering, you know, they, you know, they survived everything um, as a single point as a single point uh, family owned store um they survived everything um the crash in 08 and all that and you just wonder you know well what's a, you know what makes them unique and then i got then i got there and got to become a part of that culture that uh, mr walter senior um has you know put in place there for decades well and it's 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 different you walk through the parts department and there's people that have been there 25, 35 years. That, that says remembers a lot. That, uh, 40 years. That remembers David Jr. Um, when he was just a, a young a, a young little boy um, and watched him grow up. Um, so it's, and, you know, folks staying at a place, you know, that long, that means that they're being taken care of and they have a purpose every day. They feel they have a purpose on what they're doing when they, when they come to work. And that makes the biggest difference. They understand the three P's, which everybody says when they're interviewing, they get it, but they don't. And when you're interviewing to take on a new role and you ask the the owner or the, or the principal of the company what their philosophy are, they usually say something like, you know, people, process, and product to hook you. Um, they didn't say that to me at all. Um, they just, they walk it. Wow. Um, 
You know, when I vetted him to call last round, it was always high praise. High, high praise. Wow. And, um, you know, up until I met Mr. Walter Sr., um, I wouldn't have been going to pick my lineup. Like, oh, he owns Jones Ford. Because it's that's just the way they are. Yeah. Makes it really unique. And that's what makes Jones Ford unique is they take that that true humility and they're very serving. And our staff is very serving where um, you, can go, you can go into a place and you feel like the, the people – that work there feel like the you know the customers there for them yeah and not the other way around truly walking Jones Ford you will you will feel that we are there for you that's why we're there well wow. and we don't it, it's not a you know it's not a high we don't do any high pressure you know tactics you know none of that stuff and I tell everybody every day you know it's not about you know when you buy it's where you buy yeah. We've been on that corner for 52 years. We're not going anywhere. So you need a day or two to think about it, a month, a year. We'll be right here. We're not going to run out of trucks. <laughs> we're not going to run out of SUVs. You know, I can run out of Mustangs, you know, none of that stuff. And we're going to take care of you. Wow. Um, and it's it's one thing to say it and, and, uh, and advertising it if you want to. Um, it's another thing to do it for generations. Yeah. And they, they've done that, and that's what makes them unique. Interesting. That's, so, yeah. that's, that's something. So, yeah. so, now, you talked about the three Ps, and one of those Ps, I want to stand out about that, you know, the product part of it. Because mm-hmm. I, I believe in what you said about the people, and then you definitely have process, and I think that's how you stay on the corner for 52 years, yeah. and, and your family's in it for over 100. So you brought up the, the crash in 08, and one thing about Ford that happened in 08 was – they did not take some of the bailout money, and then they won over a lot of people around that time as well, too. They sure did. But tell me about the product. I mean, what's so inspiring right now about Ford? The the product. Ford still is the, the leader in the forefront um, in, the, in the automotive sector. And I just, I'll take it back just a few years ago when Ford announced that they were going to be eliminating a lot of their car lines, Taurus, mm-hmm. um, Focus, uh, and, you know, 90% of their car lines were going away and they were going to focus on what they do best, which are uh, SUVs and pickup trucks. And with those six lines that they're eliminating, there's another 11 lines coming in, those same price segments, and what consumers are buying. And Ford was ahead of that. Ford see, sees that the, you know, the midsize sedan segment is the fastest shrinking segment in our industry. Oh. And that's all getting shifted over to small SUVs, uh, and crossovers um, in the marketplace, and they're selling more than sedans are. And Ford got ahead of it. Um, I think just a few months ago, you saw GM kind of take take that same kind of approach, start announcing that some Buick lines are going away, some car lines like Malibu and Impala is going to be going away. Yeah. I, I uh, think GM just has so, too much. Right, they got just a lot too going much. on to just, just spread out. And, and Ford, they, they hone in on what they're good at. And, you know, so Mustang, you know, is an American staple. F-150, I mean, no one sells more trucks than Ford, uh-huh. period. Yeah. And uh, Super Duty, uh, it's, it's tremendous. And the, and the brand value is high. I mean, if you, you look at a Super Duty truck, a pre-owned Super Duty truck, you know, with 65,000 miles on it, it's four years old. And, you know, you're still, it's still, it's still going to bring a pretty value. penny. Yeah. It's still got great value. And that's what the consumers love. They invest in this product. It's going to be there for them. And it's not going anywhere. So Ford is... Uh, doing a tremendous job. We just got the new 2020 Explorer, and I like to say Explorer's back to what the Explorer used to be. The Explorer was the 
I mean, it was the pinnacle of an, of the the Eddie Bauer Explorer in 1997. It was one of the first was, SUVs. Yeah, it was one of the first SUVs, and it was the it was like I've arrived SUV. Yeah. Right? So and it's back. It's back to a unibody uh, unibody construction. So it's rear wheel drive, very athletic, um, fun to drive, um, and it's not a crossover anymore. So it's uh, it's back. It's here. It's back, and it's it's uh, gonna be a bull. And it's going to be fun. Ranger's back. and uh, now, One of our guys so, yeah, on the team, he has a Ranger. Yeah, it's I tell him one. if I win the lottery, I'm going to buy him a brand new Ranger. Yeah, it's just, it's just, this new one's sweet. The most powerful in his class, 310 pounds for the torque. Nothing can touch it in that segment. Um, nothing can touch the new Explorer in that segment. We got an Explorer ST coming. That's our, It's already produced. It's in route now. Um, that gets you 415 horsepower in a uh, – in a, it's a performance track-ready Explorer uh, along with Edge ST. So we got – Ford's going to always have that performance, so. It's good. They got some wow. cool things. More to come. Bronco, all that cool stuff. So wow. I mean, the products. So the products is amazing. So so do you guys? When the product is coming, I mean, are there classes that you have oh, yeah. to do Absolutely. to stay on top of it? Because you know, uh, the consumer is looking for it. You oh, know, yeah. The guy who likes the Ranger, he's he's researching the Ranger, and the guy who likes the, the Bronco, yeah, he he knows more about that Bronco than anything. So so do you guys have to stay up to speed on that? Yeah, we got to stay up to speed and ahead of it. You know, so once they announce something, then everybody kind of gets to, you know, looking at it, researching it. And Ford, as a corporation, they, they get out early and they get their product their product professionals out with the product in dealership. And it's re- we're required to sit in this about a four-hour class for each new product release. Um, we just went through one with the all-new Escape that's coming in 2020. It's a, it's a killer, too. It's going to be awesome. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's intense. If you don't have 90% attendance and, and passing of the, of the assessment at the end, the dealer gets charged over two thousand dollars. Get out of here. Two grand if, if we don't have attendance for the for the product training and we don't and if we don't pass the assessment. That's more of an incentive of for you to, to learn and be there. Be present about let it. Me share, let me share that with you. You better you better be on point and make up make make sure you're in class and, and pass and pay attention. So And that's yeah. something. And so we, we just left off with the three pre three Ps, uh, talking about some of the product. And what we're gonna do now is we're gonna take our final break. Uh huh. And then when we come back, we're going to come back with something called the lightning round. All right. All right? So this is the ad cast, and we're going to take a break. And we'll be back with Mr. Terry Breedlove of Jones Ford. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com. Live from VIP Marketing Studio, this is the AdCast. All right, so we are back with Terry Breedlove. This is the AdCast. And, and Terry, we talked about a lot. We talked about the three Ps. We talked about how to market your dealership, how to be different, and, and the difference in dealer to dealer and what your unique selling position is. And, and man, you, you, you know a lot, man. You, you know a lot. You definitely know a lot about this industry, and that's... 
And that is definitely a, a testament to you and also the folks uh, that you work with over at Jones Ford. So, uh, but now I want to go into something a little different. This is going to be the lightning brown. I'm going to bring up different mediums, and I want you to kind of tell me exactly what you think about those mediums. It could be the pros and the cons of them, but there's no right or wrong answer. Just give me your take. Okay. And you let me know when you're ready, and I'll start. I'm ready. Awesome. Newspaper. Uh, no pros, all cons. Uh, just as takes too long to get the news. It's a day late, three years late, really nowadays. So, wow. Um, and I don't see a value in investing any money in newspaper, in a physical newspaper. Radio. It's got some pros and some cons. I'm not a big radio radio guy. I I do think it's I do think it's important to probably have it a part of your of your mix. Um, but you got to do it right. You got to have good. It's all about the creative, but. Uh, the way I, I listen to uh, I listen to Spotify in the morning. So, um, yeah, now television. I like TV, um, and I wasn't big on TV on the marketing side of it for quite some time in the digital age. And um, I see its importance, and uh, it's just nice to have a partner that you know really understands that and uh, is focused on that. So I, I like I like TV. If the creative's good and our message is strong, then we do it right. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, cable TV. There's a big difference between cable yeah. and broadcast TV. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I'm a. I guess what they call it now, an unplugged. I'm unplugged. So um, I watch TV the way I want to watch it uh, when I want to watch it. So cable TV for me, uh, I think it's over with for them. I think they gotta. They're the taxi cab now of. Wow. Of TV, the cable TV, a hard cable subscription, is the taxi cab, and it is getting Ubered out. Mm, isn't that something? Um, outdoor billboard advertising. Just uh, nope, not at all. <laughs> wow. Nope, can't measure it. You know, um, I just, I think it, I think it, if you're looking to, you know, just get some branding out there, um, at that, at what it, what it costs to be on a billboard. Um, I don't, I don't think it's worth the investment and we've got, we lease out two big billboards right on our, on our property. They're on the campus that have, we don't have any ads on them. You know, we just rent the space to the, to the, to the folks. So yeah, no. Um, digital marketing. Imperative. Imperative, but you need it. You need to educate yourself. If you're the investor, you need to educate yourself. Because uh, now it's you know too many cowboys, a lot out of there. cowboys out there with a lot of acronyms and a lot of flashy stuff, and um, you got to know what what's important to you and keep it simple and transparent. Absolutely transparent and, and transparent. Absolutely. Social media advertising growing, and it is taking over. I mean, it really is, and um, we all need to get on board and figure out what how we're going to make ourselves unique in that segment that is not going to be going anywhere at all anytime soon. Wow. So, yeah, the, the, us as human beings have the ability to broadcast ourselves uh, and and share our lives in the way we want to share it and control that narrative. I don't see that going away from human human beings not having that in their lives in some in some aspect. We're, we're, you know, I told my wife the other day, I said, imagine a world without social media now. Mm-hmm. Some people would just be bored. It means we got to talk to one another. Yeah, you know, I I really tell people, um, 
that you should view social media the same way you do broadcast mm-hmm. TV. The same way there's ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Yep. You got Facebook, Snapchat, yeah. Twitter, yeah. and Instagram. You need yeah. to look at them the same way. And because I don't think they're going to go away. I think it's just too powerful. Right. I think there was some stat that said uh, over a third of the people in the world have Facebook. Yeah. A third. Right. Well, that's just, that's, that's, that's something. You're talking over 2 billion people. Personally, I'm terrible about Facebook. I, I, currently, I don't have a Facebook personal account. Um, I was on it for years, and uh, I just I just faded away from. It. I still have Instagram um, or whatnot, but I've always been a private guy. So you know, I would just share you know pictures of the kids and stuff like that. Never you know very vocal or you know if I'm upset about something, you know, write it out. I've you know I've seen you know. I know when any of my buddies are upset, they, you know, they'll, I can read it and see, yeah, you know, just to, to draw that kind of attention to yourself. But, uh, but yes, yeah, social media can give you a part on the personal side of a false bravado or, or what you, you know, or what your real life is. And, um, I'm, I'm glad that I, I was of the age where it was, where it was kind of coming up and I was able to grow up in as a youngster without it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm, which is good. I couldn't imagine my, my like my kids now they you know they've always known social media so they express that and even even with people on staff yeah you know, they, they express themselves on social media which is probably fine you, yeah it's a okay but everything too much of anything is never good so. that, that's true I, I I was listening I was downtown Charleston the other day and I was listening to a satellite channel and it and it, and it said this I think the artist was a uh, Taylor Swift she said that she said if you you know, she said 15 years ago, 15, 16 years ago, if you were not invited to a party, mm-hmm. you know, on the weekend, you know, with some friends, then you'd find out on Monday. Right. Right? Yep. Nowadays, if you're not invited, you know, to a party, yeah, you see it live and it's happening right now. Yep. And so if you think of the effects that, you know, it's got, you know, everything's got some positive and negative effects, oh, yeah. but it's that right now oh, yeah. medium. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's almost like when I was in broadcast, people wanted to hear breaking news. Yeah. You know, we talked about the newspaper being a day late. Yeah. Now the TV stations are a few hours late. Yes, they are. Because when something breaks, yeah. like new when news breaks, I get it here first, mm-hmm. and then I go to my broadcast stations to confirm it. Yep. You know, to say, like, oh, this is real, this is real. Yeah, you better believe it. You know, it, our media has definitely changed the way we do business and the way we live our lives. Yes. And, and with that being said, Mr. Terry Breedlove, I want to thank you so much for being our guest on thank the AdCast. An absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you and the team at, at Jones Ford, you know, for, uh, you know, lending you, uh, letting you budget some time to be able to be here. Um, and so what I want to tell the people today is definitely thank you guys so much for listening and watching the AdCast. Uh, we want you to go back and check out episode one with Terry Breedlove. We talked to, we had a lot of nuggets on the inside of that one. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this is the podcast for marketers and advertisers. Uh, and Terry, you got any closing remarks before we actually kind of step out? No, not much. Thank you guys for having me. Had a blast. So, so for the folks who are looking for Jones Ford, how can they find Jones Ford? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're on the corner of Rivers and Remount, but the easy way to find us is JonesFordNorthCharleston.com. Awesome. 
If you feel this podcast has been helpful to you, we want you to like it, share it, tell your friends about it, and most importantly, give us a five-star review. This has been the AdCast. Thank you, Terry. Copyright VIP Marketing and Advertising. Produced by Craft Creative. When all eyes are on you, make it count. From audio to video to graphic design and more, Craft Creative can do it all. We don't make commercials. We craft creative. See what we can do for you at wecraftcreative.com.